Good morning, fellow streakers. This is Jeff. And Jamie. And we love streaking, which is... The simple practice of conscious, consistent actions that creates life-changing results. And something that we talk about as far as redefining... The other, th- the other definition for streaking that I like is it's how to set up successful streaks. It's the process of how to set up successful streaks. Oh, I like that. Because what you've got is two definitions here. One that is the you know the first definition, which is the practice, and it is a practice like what we were talking about on the last podcast of life of um, the simple practice of conscious, consistent actions that create life changing results, which is significant. And then what you've got on the other side of it are the laws of streaking, and and the laws of streaking are how you set up successful streaks. And why do you want streaks in your life? You know, it's interesting. I was talking, um, I'd mentioned on the last podcast that I'd just done a keynote for an organization and it was a it was a group of sales professionals. And so just a short story here. As I was talking with this group of sales professionals, one of the things that came to mind or that was um, that was asked, and I remember, this is where I wanted to go on the last podcast and I totally forgot and now I've remembered. Because the, the question was asked, and we get this quite a bit on... And it was two questions. One is, should you have a streak that you keep track of the time? Mm-hmm. And the second was a, and, and it related to subtractive, like what we're talking, should you have a don't streak? Right. Something that is a, so that, were, those were the two things. And I started to think about that as I was answering those questions. And we're going to answer those questions in this podcast but the the story is is as I listened to that and thought about performance and how you get to better performance and how you do better things. We were talking last time about you, uh, you know, having seven children and the busyness of the day and everything that's going on with the busyness of the day. How you continue to progress toward who you want to be and do those purposeful, conscious, deliberate actions, and that's that's where a streak comes in. That's why streaking is the process by which you set up successful streaks. Because what's a streak? You're focusing on how long you can do something, not on the thing itself. Right. And I love that. I've been thinking, so we're heading into summer. I hope I'm not taking us a different direction, but we're heading into summer. I'm heading into the time where the kids are finishing up school, the last final days of school. Which honestly is, I love summer. It's one of my favorite times of year and the energy and excitement that comes with all the kids being home. But it also comes with all of the kids being home, which <laughs> creates its own level of chaos yes, and all does. of the, and, and every mom I think starts thinking about the summer and, and every school starts sending us letters about how important it is that our children continue reading through the summer and you don't want to lose all the progress that we've made over the year and so keep up on these things. So as you were talking, my mind thinking about the summer, I started to think and differentiate in my mind the difference specifically to summer and reading between a goal, a habit, a routine, and a streak. And so I have a third grade. He's third grade now. He'll be going into fourth grade. So I've been thinking about him and reading through the summer. And a goal, and oftentimes they ask you to set goal, would be we want to read a certain number of books. We're going to start the end of May. We're going to read five books by the time we start school again. So you have this goal of how many books you want to read. The routine would be we're going to try and set up a summer routine where we read in the morning over breakfast or we have a block of time. 
Well, and I'd look at it. So if I may just chime mm-hmm. in there, because the routine I think about, you get up, you get dressed, you make your bed, you go down, you sit for breakfast, and we read the book. Right. So that's that's kind, kind of, of the routine. routine. And you're just like, let's just do that routine on a daily basis. And, and as a mom, I spend a lot of time thinking about how can I create routines so that these things will happen. And routines are helpful. Totally I mean, they really helpful. are. But for me personally as a mom, a little part of it as a mom, I don't know if that's the right thing, as a my personality was such that sometimes I would fight routines in the summer. There's a little part of me that has this love-hate relationship with routines as a mom because I recognize how important they are, that a routine helps kind of keep things going. But there's also this part of me that wants to throw away all the routines and just enjoy the summer. Let's just have fun. And so I'm always kind of battling that. But in relation to the books, I often think about, okay, what kind of routine can we have in place? Habits, as far as reading a book, I can honestly say there are, I have I have no... I think we have to properly define a habit in yes. this way. And that is how you read the book. I mean, is it, you know, as you look at the words on the page, what happens is those words are actually now habitual because you don't think about how each one sounds and That's how you true. put them together and what it's a very it's it's an important part of reading but it's something now that's small it's maintenance it's it's not anything that is deliberate or purposeful or conscious and so the habit is very small i mean it's a very small part of the entire thing and that's a that's a crucial point of as we talk about streaking is now, as far as breaking that habit, I mean, you know, breaking the habit of how you read the words, if you need, say, for example, you're pronouncing things incorrectly or you're mm-hmm. wanting to get better at the pronunciation, then you would have to be very deliberate until you got to the point where it was basically relegated to the basal ganglia. And the basal ganglia says, I'm going to do this now automatically because the basal ganglia takes care of movement and automacy inside of our body. And that's where you want to a lot of a lot of things there. That's where you want the basic functions maintenance to go to breathing, moving, how you're doing different things in regards to exercise or reading or music. It's talking to a person that was, you know, played the violin and you don't want to think about where you're putting your fingers. Exactly. You those you want those you want to be automatic or where you're yeah, on the piano, where your fingers are flying. Or if you're typing, you know, where you're where the letters are, you want that to become automatic so that it doesn't get in the way of the performance. So good, but the performance is the place where you put the street. Go ahead. That's a good distinction where you where you look at it and you're like, the reading comes without thinking, but the act of reading was never a habit. I never just found myself reading without thinking about it. Right. It was it was Well, even our daughter who reading. loves to read, who's studying to be a lawyer, who reads, you know, probably 200 books easy in a year. It's still I mean herself, she still makes a conscious choice to read every day. Right. Now the habit is is how she reads. I'm sure if she sits down in her favorite, you know, in her favorite place or or maybe that's the routine, but the habit is actually reading the words and how she reads the words. That has become that doesn't get in the way anymore. That's that, the right? habit. Mm-hmm. So that's what I look at. So you were talking about So then I was looking at all it. of these things that I've used in the past and now now I have a streak what I read with the boys and I look at it and I think this is great because it's completely independent of whether we're in school or out school, whether out of school, whether we've got our routine in place or we don't have our routine in place. It's independent of our goals. We have a streak that we read one paragraph every day, no matter what. And so you can just see how and, I, and I'll chime in there, read at least one at paragraph least. every day, because there's many times where you're over the top of a paragraph because the boys are like, don't stop, mom. I want you to keep reading. Exactly. But the at least 
five sentences or a paragraph gets us started every day. And we are successful every day we do that. And it doesn't matter the routine because you can be at the swimming pool and be like, hey, boys, let's do our paragraph. Exactly. I mean, you've done that before. Or we're in the car and driving back and forth from karate. It's like, hey, let's do the paragraph. Yep. And I'll have the boys pull up a book on the phone and mm-hmm. and we'll read it at that time. And so it's great to look at and think, OK, I've got this arsenal of tools. I, we'll still set some goals around how many books we want to read. But it's different because we have a streak in place that gets us started Every single day. Here's another thing that I look at. So you often feel that in the summer, the schedule or the routine is your bondsman. It's your prisoner. You don't want to be held. You don't want to be held hostage to the schedule, the routine. However, you don't feel that way with streaks. I don't feel that way with streaks. What is it that comes to your mind? Why do you not feel that way with a streak? So here's what's great about a streak. And you say this all the time, a habit and a routine can fall out of a streak. So I can have a routine around my streaks that, that you know, oftentimes I do it in this same way or at this same time of day. However, I am not dependent on having to have that routine have to work in order for the streak to be successful. Because the streak is agnostic of the environment because it is independent of all the things that are happening, the minute I do the at least, no matter what time of day, no matter what the environment looks like, I have been successful in that thing. And so it gives me the freedom to be successful as well as the place to start and the place to finish. I think it gives you the freedom to do it wherever you want, wherever too. You I don't want. have to follow the routine in order to make it happen. So you're not held hostage to the routine. Or, and I don't even use habit anymore because habit is just how you do something, but you're not held hostage to the routine, to the schedule. It gives you the freedom to do the streak anywhere you want. And I'll tell you, that's been liberating. It's kind of been fun. It's, it's been fun so to look fun. at the different ways. It's like, because I remember the other night we were driving the boys home from karate. And when, you, and when you're driving home, you're like, hey, let's read a little bit of the book. And the boys are like, okay. Whereas before, they would either be on their devices or we wouldn't really be doing anything. Now, we fill space and time with something that's valuable to all of us. And it's been a lot of fun. I think that's one of the reasons, too, I'm kind of happening on this as I look at, because, you know, we both have in the past said, I don't want to be held hostage to a schedule. I want the flexibility. And streaking and streaks in the way that they are allow you that flexibility. Totally. And they and it's changed the way that I've thought so much about this with with summer approaching is that because anytime you have an end of something and a start of something else, there's that feeling of, okay, this year school was awesome. This year summer's in place. We're going to do it right this year. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to, there's this energy and excitement when you're starting something new. And the thing that I've loved heading into these last few summers is that in the past, reading has always been something that I'm, I I want to make this happen this summer. And then the summer flies by and I look back and I'm like, wow, we didn't do as much as I as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I, I never felt like we did as much as what as what I wanted to because summer got busy and I didn't get the reading in. And now I look at it and I'm like, it's not start and finish. I can set a goal. We can set goals around the number of books the boys want to read if we want to. Well, because a goal can stand on your streaks. Right. And if they if they want to set goals around that, that's great. But my 
reading with the boys and them reading through the summer is not dependent upon us having a goal. Mm. We've already started a streak and we'll continue that streak even when we start school again. So it's created what I've always loved is I'm like, we have brought reading into our family because of a streak. We are doing it every day. Whatever position we're in, when we're we're packing up our boxes to move. We're still reading a little bit. Yeah. We are heading to the pool because or heading on vacation or whatever it is. That is still a part of our life. And yeah. so the inertia that it takes to factor in the new goal and the new routine because things have changed has greatly diminished. I don't need that level of inertia anymore. Right. Because I'm already having the streak. It's already in place. And it hasn't been disrupted. So with that, I think about then why a timed streak doesn't work is speaking of the schedule, you feel I, I feel like it's I'm I'm held I'm bound to that particular amount of time. I'm bound to the clock, even if it's one minute or five minutes or 15 minutes. One of the things that happens is my focus changes from, you know, I'm enjoying reading to, okay, I've got to now fulfill the time on the clock. I got, I got to punch in and punch out. And that's why I think a time streak doesn't work is because it, it is a punch in, punch out. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, I like the flexibility. So if it's read at least five sentences, you know what? I could read one sentence in the morning, one in the mid-afternoon, one, you know, three at the night. I mean, it's, it's totally, can... I could do them whenever I want. If it's five sentences, it's five sentences. And as soon as I get those done, great. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think that also it works for the summer is because you're not bound to, okay, we need to read at least 15 minutes because that never worked. I mean, it's no. it's never worked to say we've got we are going to read for 15 minutes every single day, because your focus goes on okay when can I find a 15 minute slot and it's got to be all together and it's got to be you know in a certain order and I've got to hit the routine and it's all of these things that you have to put in place. It's not just as easy as just sit down and read for 15 minutes. I don't know why, but it feels like I've got to make sure I've got this, and and maybe this is part of it too is that when you add a time to something. Is it, does it innately feel like the time becomes a, a measurement of the quality? I think so. You, do you know what I mean? You're saying, oh, I have to give it this amount of time. And, and it's kind of a sister to, oh, it's got to be at this level of quality. And not that I have anything against spending time on things or having high quality. I love having high quality. But I've really come to appreciate how much pressure we put on ourselves when we have to give it the right amount of time or when we have to really give it the quality. There's a lot of pressure behind that. And I think especially, I'm just going to go all, all you know, esoterical on us here for a second, but as we look at how social media has impacted our lives and how much we can see the quality or perceived quality of others, it has changed this feeling and adds more pressure that what we need to have needs to measure up because we can see so much more of what other people are doing than what we ever used to be able to. And so having a time streak gives this this feeling of, oh, it's got to be this certain amount of time. And it just, you're right, it changes the focus. And, totally. and it doesn't matter if it's even a small amount of time. It changes that focus. And mm-hmm. But when you can say, I'm going to do at least one sentence, not I'm going to write in my journal for five minutes or I'm going to write for five minutes or even I'm going to read for five minutes. But you say, I'm going to write one sentence 
or I'm going to read five sentences. I'm going to read at least five sentences. I'm going to write at least one it sentence. It takes away that pressure that it has to be a certain level of quality. Exactly. And so, and quality is the enemy of consistency, and you need consistency to get better quality. And why and is it every time you say that, it still rubs me the wrong way? Not rubs me the wrong way. It, it's still, it's just. I'm like, can you say that? Quality is the enemy of consistency. But why? Why is quality the enemy of consistency? Because it keeps us from starting. And consistency requires us to start. Because we put a high bar on ourselves. We all look at it and say, well, if it's not going to be quality, then I may as well not do it at all. Exactly. Well, okay, then you're never going to get to quality. And that's what that's happens to me in the it. summer. <laughs> exactly. We're never going to get to the quality of reading that I want my children to experience. You know, we have this vision of this beautiful sit under the tree or sit at the pool and we read for hours. And I, it just doesn't. It, it, it doesn't it's materialize. It's a hard thing to unless, make happen consistently. Right. But now here's the thing. And this is what I love is that when you have the streak that happens more often than not because you're sitting there. You're like, you know what? Now's a great time. Let's read a sentence. And boy, that was kind of fun. And let's read another one. And oh, that was kind of fun too. Let's read one more. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, a chapter into the book and you're under the tree. You have the, the, you have the picnic lunch with you. You've got everything, but you never planned to read for 15 minutes under the tree and set up the quality of it so that it's just experiential, never forget um, opportunity that never happened because the quality was at such, such a, level a level that you weren't ever going to do it anyway. However, you switch that all around and you say, we're going to read at least one sentence. Hey, let's do that while we're here at the park. Right. And all of a sudden, that experience comes out of the entire, it's the laughably small thing. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of laughably small things in life that are the start that becomes something magnificent and wonderful. And that's it because you've started because you know you're going to start and you've given yourself permission to start laughably small. And you can end at laughably small if you need to, or you can keep going if mm -hmm. you want to, but you've given yourself permission to start every day. You know, the other thing that I see too is I have never seen the boys fight you since you started the streak on reading. Not once, no. not ever once. No, they haven't ever said, do we have to read? Because they know it could be five sentences. They do. Do you think, I do think that's true. Oh, I, I remember so. one They're time. like, oh, five sentences, we got this. And then they're like, oh, you can read a little more. I read this article once about, I was learning about boys and I should, I, I hate that I think of these things when we're doing it because I should go and research it and find out where it is. But it was this article. I'm telling you, see, it works for you too. I'm just going to pause right here. When the microphone is on, you think better. You think of things. You think of all the different things when the microphone comes on and it's okay. Okay. Because you can look at it afterward and you can bring it back. It's just fine. It's a beautiful experience. It is a beautiful Welcome, experience. Welcome, honey. I'm so glad you've joined me. <laughs> so my thought was I read an article once about boys and men that they notice exits totally like when you and and that this was a difference between men and women that men often will walk into situations buildings this is, a, this is actually a conversation that we were having and they notice the exits. yeah when you walk in they did a test and that when they basically they quizzed people when they came into the mall Yes. And they said, do you know where the exit is, basically? And, and like 70% of the men knew exactly where we're the exit were. We're just shooting off numbers. We don't I know. Even know. We I don't have know. to go it. was find some it. number. It was but some I number. Remember, but it was a majority of the men of the could men. find and identify the exit. And the women were like, have no idea. I mean, the more, majority of the women were like. They, it's just not something we naturally pay right. attention to. And so right. that was the. And so it was talking about in relation to your children and boys, recognizing that boys like knowing there's going to be an exit. A streak gives my boys an exit. 
they know it's only going to be five sentences. And because it's laughably small, it's not a long, it's not a far exit. It's not a far exit. It's an easy exit. It's It, it overcomes the natural tendency of having an ego and wanting to have that exit. Yep. You know, I so mean, it's know just like, when okay, I so say, they know. So when I say, oh, we're going to read, they can know we don't have to read forever. Okay. I'm, I'm cognizant of the time and I want to be conscious to the promise that we made about subtractive or not subtractive streaks, but don't streaks. Oh, yes. Because remember, I said that at the beginning, as far as that was one of the questions that was asked, because this is also, I think, part of what you're talking about as far as summertime as well, is, you know, don't do something. How many days in a row can I not do something? Mm -hmm. Here's what happens. And the reason why that doesn't work is it's the NASCAR driving principle. And the NASCAR driving principle is this. If there's a wreck on the track, don't look at the wreck. Why? Because your hands will go where your eyes look. And so you'll you'll become part of the wreck. So you look to where you want to be. So if you're looking at, it's like, I'm going to say to you something, okay? Don't think of a pink elephant. Don't, don't do it. Are you thinking of a pink elephant? Totally. I told you don't think of a pink elephant. Why are you now thinking? See, that's what happens is don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And All I'm thinking, thinking about is this this, 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 this. And so what you do instead is you think of the exact opposite that you would like to do. So for example, if you want to, let's say you have a diet of chips and soda and you want to start, don't stop do that anyway, stop eating soda. chips and soda. The streak is not stop eating chips and soda. And how many days in a row can I not eat chips and soda? Because all you'd be thinking about is I didn't have chips and soda today. Right. I didn't have chips and soda today. And guess what? You're thinking chips and soda, chips, chips and soda, soda, chips and soda. So instead what you do is you say, all right, I'm I'm not going to worry about the don't. I'm going to I'm going to do something and I'm going to have at least one vegetable today. You know, that's or I'm going to make at least one meal plan today. I mean, now you're adding and you're thinking about the things that you want to add to your life. That's so in that way, we talked about subtractive streaks. You're actually subtracting things out of your life through adding valuable things that mean something to you. Very good by displacing those subtractive things. Mhm. And focusing on the things that, that that are adding the value. Absolutely. Rather than trying to constantly focus on the things that aren't adding value by saying, I shouldn't do this. But in other words, you're actually still focusing on them. Totally. A hundred percent. It's the weirdest thing in the world, but that's how it works out. Don't be a NASCAR driver that looks at the wreck. Yeah, or otherwise, you'll be part of it. Or you'll be part of the wreck. <laughs> you're just going to drive right to it. Absolutely. So just to put a little bow on this, because we did talk that we were going to talk a little bit about obsession. Um, and streaks, but you don't want to. We're late. We're too late on that. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we should still talk about it. It's just, it's a big topic because there's a lot of different considerations as far as that's concerned. Well, we've enjoyed talking with you today. Um, please follow us on any of the social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. At our website, streakingmastery.com. Uh, friend us on the streaking app, please. You know, uh, on the streaking app, look for us, Jeff or Jamie, and friend us. We'll friend you. And then also review the book, please, if you don't mind. We'd really appreciate that. Well, we've really enjoyed talking with you. If you need to say anything else or want to get a hold of us, I'm Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, at streakingmastery.com. I'm Jamie, J-A-M-I, at streakingmastery.com. Until we talk again. Keep streaking. How better you?